on this episode, we are officially back from the hiatus. Eric Seat shared some light on that tour life, and we welcome musician and producer Hazmat Talkbox into the balance room. Don't worry, you can thank me later. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 6 of the Balance for Music podcast. We are back. <laughs> I am I am your host, Ingrid Wood. Um, and of course, you know, drummer and producer, Eric Seats. He's on here every episode for the hashtag AskEseats segment. So much love and respect to you. E, we will get to your segment in a little bit. Um, I think it's safe to say that we can consider this the relaunch episode. It was a hard decision. I'm not going to lie. It was a hard decision to make um to decide to, to pause the podcast for a few months but um I around that time when I had to make the decision there was a lot that was going on outside of the podcast and there was a lot that I wanted to uh to do to and for the podcast in order to make it better and just more valuable for you all as the listeners now you know I have some um you know some new additions and some new aspects of the podcast I won't go in detail right here so I won't get too wordy but um on this episode but I did talk about it I did share all of that in detail in in the episode right before this one the giveaway episode and speaking of giveaway I want to say congratulations to the giveaway winner balance room listener Anita D person she won the uh the uh, the Sam Ash gift card and the uh ask Gary V book you know make sure you subscribe to the podcast it is available on iTunes Stitcher and SoundCloud uh so make sure that you you're subscribed and, and that you're listening because I'll be doing some more of these giveaways uh throughout the you know throughout the lifetime of, of this podcast something I do want to mention though that is an addition that I want to make sure everybody knows there will be a new episode of the balance room music podcast every single monday and one more thing is that i've decided to add visuals to the podcast as well you know just to give you more content make sure that you go onto youtube and subscribe to the balance room music podcast youtube channel myself and eric will be uploading different things uh you know a couple of the future guests that i'll have on here i've visited their their locations of business their places of business and you know, i'll just be looking at different things eric's going to show you some things on his side of the map where he is and things that he's doing so um I know he's he's working on a project right now so um but yeah adding a visual aspect so I did did want to mention that so anyways let's go ahead and get started this episode's guest is hazmat h-a-z-m-a-t now I stumbled upon hazmat like six or seven years ago I was looking up talk box in the search engine on youtube and this video popped up and i watched it so we just bored in the crib we're trying to do something a little different uh i'm going to do a, a song about music soul child called love hope you enjoy it Yeah. 
almost hooked. <laughs> I subscribed to his channel and I've just been I've been following his his journey um since then cool thing is I actually I mentioned hazmat in episode five I would when I was talking about my go-to gadget I was talking about my talk box that I use occasionally when I perform and um and I shared some of my favorite musicians who use the talk box and he was one of them and so you know I ended up reaching out and was just like hey you know I have this podcast I would love for for I would love to and I would love to share with my audience um your journey and your story from the beginning of it you know to to where it is right now he was like bet he's like let me know when how you want to do this I'm down and before we step into the balance room I do want to mention this at the beginning of the episode make sure that you check out hazmat's latest ep is called whispers from the nebula and uh, also depending on when you're listening to this today is monday june 20th 2016 um if you love music festivals and if you live in or near the uh, midwest area hazmat is performing with the group overdubs at the electric forest music festival and that takes place in rothbury michigan on friday june 24th so i did want to mention that at the beginning all right y'all let's step into the balance room <laughs> i'll put it like this i used to work with this really big producer and i want to say his name but i ain't gonna put him on blast like that but um they sold me the dream basically at a young age i was like 22 23 you know i'm a budding producer i'm trying to get i'm trying to get on I'm trying to circumvent all the rest of this mess. And my boy put me in a position where I was in the studio with some heavy hitters. And I'm doing the work. I'm going to town. They're getting everything they can get out of me. Like, oh, we're going to give you like $100,000 to come do this and do this. And I'm like, oh, my God, yes, I'm on, I'm on. And what I didn't do, I should have like four Grammys on my wall. And the Grammy goes to? For projects that I did early in the early 2000s. Um, and I don't. Because I didn't have no paperwork, I didn't have no agreement, I didn't have no nothing in place really for them to even be kind. If I wanted to take them to court, you know, they would win because I don't have I don't have anything to say otherwise. So I would tell musicians, especially talented musicians, we ought to watch ourselves because people know that you have a talent. People can see it. Even if you're not on that one level yet, people know I can take this dude to the next level. I can mold this person into giving me exactly what I want. And yes, you will gain experience points, but it's about what you can put in your pocket too. Sometimes you got to make room for your gift and, 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 uh, and let that gift put some money in your pocket, basically, you know, and if you're in a position where you can, uh, make a living from from being a musician or a producer or something like that. Please get your paperwork together. Sometimes even with friends, I like to make sure I have a, a, an agreement that just says that I can't take something to the next level and you can't take something to the next level without us coming to terms and making sure that we got something to the next level because you will be surprised. And when y'all get that hot track together, who heard it? And my man just be like, mm, get the shifty eyes on you and just start signing up, signing stuff, and you out the loop because y'all don't have nothing in place. And then they can say, well, man, you know, you came to my studio. I did the drums. I did everything. That's what they really like the most. And, you know, and you out, you know. So please get your paperwork together. There's a, if there's a musical union that you can join or some sort of uh, affiliation that you can be a part of, ASCAP, BMI, whatever. Uh, I'm a member of Local 5 uh, Musicians. Um, um, America, 
Um, try to get something together, please, because you get paid through the record label, but you get paid through the union. And the union will go to the record label for you and get your stuff together. So join the union and pay your dues or do whatever you got to do. But it, it's beneficial for you uh, to some degree to make sure that you have some paperwork or somebody that's going to represent you if something goes awry. Because it will, and people are out here to get take advantage of you straight up. That's what they want to do. I don't even work with nobody that won't sign the agreement. I've had a couple of big time producers hit me up. I made I made some a couple of dollars off of off of YouTube videos, and people calling me and saying, "Hey man, I want you. To, hey man, can you do this hook for me? Can you do this? Can you do that?" I've been a part of some big projects, and when I hit them with that, okay, well this is the agreement. Some some of them I never hear from them again. And you don't want to work with those people. I don't care if they got a million dollars. If they got a million, they got a 10. You know what I'm saying? And they might give you 100000 out that $10 million when you're really supposed to be getting $5 million out of that. You know what I'm saying? So just watch yourselves. Get your paperwork together. So... My best friend and uh, label mate, uh, Matt Jones, Gio. Shout out to Gio. Um, we just used to really get in the studio and just get loose. It's funny, man. We would just go down there, and me and Matt would just be down there, and I would just start messing around. We had Pro Tools. We had um, Expand 2 that just came out. And we was just like, oh, my God, these sounds. Ah! So we were going crazy on these sounds. And I just, just came up with some um, kind of 90s. Uh, type of groove kind of feel uh, and our, our our music was more textured with like a spacey kind of um, overlay I guess on it and it started out just a, as a just a straight up track and um, PA got on it started pinning the tune and he wrote all the he wrote all the lyrics and um, I think uh, it just kind of transformed into like this sexy kind of space song and um it's funny because people, a lot of women like that song. A lot of women can identify with it. Um, and that's what we were going for. <laughs> we was all single, so we were like, look, we want to get these girls involved, man. We want to make some music. But we didn't want it to be raunchy or overtly sexual or anything like that. None of our music has any profanity in it. Or we want to make sure our grandmas will listen to it. And we would have to be like, oh, I can't listen to track four. You know what I'm saying? You could put it on for your kids or your grandma. And it's all good. That's the type of thing we were doing. So he did a really good job of pinning this tune. And um, I did the track. I came in with the talk box um, bridge, a couple other things. I'm pretty sure I'm still to this day the only talk box with a yodel on a song. So I'm going to keep that. That's my claim to fame. Spaceship is the name of the song that Hazmat is talking about. It's available on his 2010 EP called First Contact. It's not under his name, Hazmat. It's under his production team's name, OTIS, Out There in Space. I have a link in the description.
I have a Moog Prodigy. It is absolutely ridiculous. It cannot be duplicated. I have, I have, a, uh, I also have a Moog uh, Minotaur, and it's just a, it's kind of an analog bass inside, like a desktop type of thing. It's dope, but they don't want to see that Prodigy at all. Prodigy is king around here. It's sitting up there. It's got its own little throne. It's sitting on right now. I'm just looking at it like hmm, when you said it. It it gives me it's it's I mean, man, it's an amazing synthesizer. It has so much dexterity and so many just timbres and different things I can do with it. It's probably the most simple move that they that that's that's out that's ever been created. If it had one more oscillator, it'd be the greatest one they ever made. Because it it just really produces some interesting sounds that a mini mode can't produce. I mean, you can pretty much do anything on that, but this one has a different, a whole nother type of filter. I don't know. It's, it's different. It doesn't sound like a mini mode at all. And it's unique. So I'll say it's my, it's my most um, prized possession in the analog factory here. We're about to get into Ask E-Seats, and I know it's been a little while, um, so I just wanted to mention, keep your questions coming. If you have another question, if you never asked a question before, uh, you can send those questions into Eric uh, at eric at thebalanceroom.com. That's eric, E-R-I-C, at thebalanceroom.com. And of course, you can always you can always ask them on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook. Just use the hashtag Ask E-Seats, E-S-E-A-T-S. All right, Eric, I'm going to hand it over to you. What's up, everybody? It is your dude, Eric C. Shout out to the balance room. Ingrid Wood was good. My question for this week is, quote, what do you like the most about touring and what do you like the least? End quote in the question. What do I like the most about touring? Thank God that since I've been touring, I've been afforded the opportunity to visit 64, 65 beautiful countries all of the United States several times. Uh, and the, that, that's, that in itself, that's a beautiful thing because that's the very thing that I dreamt about as a kid. I wanted to, I didn't even, I don't think I dreamt this far ahead even um, to see what all has happened and what has unfolded. Um, but yeah, so it, I love touring. I love touring. I don't have a problem with it. I like to say this all the time. I love to leave and I love to go home. So it works both ways. Because if I'm home too long these days, then I feel like I'm not doing anything. And when I'm gone, I miss home. It's a nice balance. The word is balance. Balance room. And, and, and the next half of that question was, what don't I like about it? There's nothing that I don't like about touring. I know you hear some people. Here's the... Here, I, it's funny, more people that don't do what I do have a problem with what I do. I'm, I don't complain about it, but I hear people ask me the question in the form of a complaint. Oh, I couldn't do that. How do you do that? How do you, da, 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 da. I, I, I couldn't do that. I couldn't catch this early flight. I, I wouldn't want to be gone from home that long. I'm like, I think they're really hiding behind something. It's like they would love to do that, but they just are not, they can't fathom it happening because they haven't experienced it. Otherwise, they wouldn't say what they say. Um, because it's a, you, you can't look at TV and say, oh, we're in Minnesota. You don't know what Minnesota's like. You can't watch Africa on TV. You got to go smell it. You got to go taste it. You got to go talk to them, hear them. 
You got to be in the moment. So there's no such. I, I love traveling. Thank God. for. And it's a beautiful road out there. It's way bigger than your neighborhood. A lot of us think according to what we see. And a lot of people have a routine that is just very much routine. So they got about five different deals. The church, work. They got a little gym time. You know, it's just over and over again. Thank God I don't have that life. I don't I, I don't I, I would be miserable. Um, I love this. Every week is a custom situation for me. And I love the inconsistency of it. I think it keeps me young. I feel young anyway. So, yeah, but I, I there's nothing that I don't like about touring. The, the only thing that could possibly come up is who you're touring with. And if it's not a good situation, then it could be a complaint around, you know, because of the people. But the situation itself and the actual privilege of touring and seeing a world, but doing something that you love to do that you would be doing anyway. I love it. I love it. I love it. I hope that helps and encourages somebody to want to do it, too. So PC to them out. Shout out. Balance room. Balance Thanks, room. Eric. So my tear of the week for this episode, episode six, is one of my favorite apparel companies. It's called Soapbox Tees. Uh, the website is mysoapboxtees.com. That's M-Y-S-O-A-P-B-O-X-T-E-E-S.com. Of course, I'll put the link in the description. It is owned and, and run by Cincinnati native Sun Smith. I um I was referred to Sun like almost five years ago. I had I was gonna perform for Midpoint Music Festival, myself and my band, and at that time my my latest project then was two weeks notice but i also wanted to have shirts available so i talked with sun and she created and produced my i would you should t-shirt but since then you know her business model has kind of changed a little bit she doesn't do as much um as much personal client work because her main focus has really been to maintain and to grow her apparel line soapbox tea so that's her main focus right now uh, as I mentioned earlier, one of the uh, one of the new aspects to the Balance Room Music Podcast is the fact that I, I really wanted visuals. I wanted some video. So one of the first vlogs that I decided to do was about this episode's tear of the week. So I asked Sun, you know, could I grab my camera and just stop by where she works and creates and produces, and if she could just give us a quick tour and talk to us for a second. Um, and she was like, sure, come on. So make sure you check that video out. I uploaded it today. Uh, first, make sure you subscribe. Subscribe to the uh, <laughs> to that YouTube channel, the Balance Your Music Podcast, and watch that episode. We're about to get out of here, but before we do, um, I want to thank Hazmat for being a guest in the Balance Room. Don't forget to check out his latest EP, um, Whispers from the Nebula. And if you are in or near, Rothbury, Michigan on Friday, June 24th, 2016. Hazmat is performing with the group Overdubs at the Electric Forest Music Festival. Episode 7 of the podcast, new episode, will be uploaded uh, next Monday, June 27, 2016. Don't forget, new episode every single Monday. This particular episode is going to be a ghost note episode. I talked to Hazmat a little bit more. We dig a little bit deeper. Until then, take care, God bless, and stay balanced. Hey, this is Hazmat Talkbox, and you're listening to the Balance Room Music Podcast.